Hey guys, the first seven minutes of this podcast has strange audio because Kevin's microphone is off because God is punishing him. Uh, so if you want to, go ahead and skip ahead seven and a half minutes and then uh, the audio is back to normal. Then the audio is perfect because you can hear my voice. But I, and my audio is great and I'm telling a very, uh, I'm telling a great story. I only, I only said like four words during the whole thing. Exactly. So Boom. Fine, All right. You know? We'll see you in eight minutes. Listen to the whole thing if you want any context. <laughs> That's the way you do it. Bruce. Turn it up, son. That's the way you do it. What's going on, dude? You get your ass licked on the MTV. That's what they're doing now on MTV. I don't even know what they're doing on MTV now. Hey, folks, welcome to Funny for No Reason at All, starring Bruce Gray, Soupy, Soupy uh, Gray Ryan. And myself, Kevin Tinkin. Did you ever consider doing a hyphenated last name with your lady? Fuck no. Why? Because I'm a traditionalist, bro. Whoa. I follow the Lord's the Lord's plan. Is it true? Yeah. The, the Drake song? Lord's plan. Lord's plan. Lord's plan. Is, Lord's plan. Is he a Christian artist? Uh, no, he's Jewish. I like the uh, I like the Jews that are like, you know what? Jesus was good. Those are my favorite kinds. The apologetic, the apologetic type. Yeah, kids. the Jews for Jesus. Oh yeah. What is that? What kind of church is that? I don't know. It's like because uh, the Jews were the chosen people mm. according to the Old Testament that uh, that God chose. But uh, there's been a lot of books about who God chooses. You know, I got. Mm. I just wrote a book that says it's me. It's just Kevin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're the I'm guy. The chosen man. <laughs> chosen Kevin. Yeah, and though that's why the world has been persecuting me so much. Yeah, the, you know? you're persecuted because God wants you to. He gives his mm-hmm. strongest battles to yeah. his shittiest comedians. That's right. <laughs> that's absolutely right. Dude, oh I, man, he's been tempting me. Uh, with what? Satan's been tempting me with uh, unwanted erections. Is that true? Honestly, yeah, unwanted erections. I've been getting. I don't know what it is, uh, but I've yeah, had so many erections. Up. I've woke up a few times lately with some of the hardest erections of all time. I don't. Know and I and I sleep Winnie the Pooh style. You do no no pants no pants. See that's large large t shirt. Not I, size large, just bigger than normal. If it was a size large t shirt, <laughs> I would look insane. <laughs> I'd look like I was wearing a crop top with a huge boner when I woke up, dude. With a, a skin ripping boner when <laughs> I woke up. That's how you keep your woman happy. Though. Yeah, ladies love it when the skin rips. <laughs> they, they when your dick has stretch marks, they go. I want to see the shine on it. Yeah. I want to see the skin so tight you can see your reflection in it. That's yeah. uh, most of the women I date are. Uh, black men, <laughs> <laughs> dude. You know, I just I forgot a story. I, I a story I had to tell you is so. Did a show this weekend. Is this a good look, by the way? Yeah, my grandpa used to sit like that. It always bothered me. That doesn't hurt your nuts. Well, my nuts, my my nutsack is so long. I mean, my that nuts are by kinda, my knee. They can maneuver it. Maneuver. Yeah, they really are. You can maneuver it any way you need to maneuver it. It's hard. Like if you try to just, I could squeeze like my nut tubes. Mm, don't need to. I'm not going to do it, but uh, nut I mean, tubes. I, I could, uh, but I can't. You know, to try to actually think. Have you ever tried to just hold your own nut? Like to try to, it moves. It's very elusive. Why don't you try to hold mine and see what happens? Okay. I don't know. It's cold outside. This might be a good day to grab them. If it's cold, it's much easier. That's a rainy day, dude. I had tomato soup and grilled cheese right before this. Now I'm drinking a coffee. They're they're showing the apartment down the hall for, mm-hmm. and you struck up conversation, and they told him told you it's the same price as my apartment, even though it's a one bedroom and mine's a two bedroom. I said that's a bad fucking sign. Yeah, the re- the writing's on the wall. Okay, your story. Oh, okay. So I did the show this weekend. Oh, uh, the show this weekend. Sorry, dude, I do shows every night. People are begging People are begging to hear my comedy. People want me to go up to them and be like, oh, what the fuck? What's up could you do Matt Rife stuff? Dude. Yeah, I would if I could. I The only problem with my stand-up is that I never have any heckling. Nobody's ever heckled me. Well, your comedy isn't designed to be heckled. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. Well, he tweeted a thing. Most people, the only heckle I will get is when people will yell, that's the best thing I've ever seen. They'll be they're like, oh my god! Yeah. Well, he so he. Good. I mean, he's a. I don't have any issue with him. He's a nice guy. I don't think he's hilarious, but he's been nothing but polite to me ever. Yeah, he's always he's always been. So it's like I I'm not somebody who's like, well, I want this guy to if he whatever he him doing the thing he's doing has nothing but probably eventual positive impact on me. Absolutely. 
<clears throat> All the, the only thing that he's doing is introducing people who would like comedy to comedy, and I think that's fine. And it, and it makes it acceptable to not uh, do material, which is yeah. the best part. But I mean, he, he uh, once he started this new big tour he's on, he tweeted after a few of the first shows and was like talking shit about people. This did make me laugh, like talking shit about people uh, yelling out. Being like, why is it? Stop yelling out at all the shows. And I was like, damn, this is a biblical moment. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's... Uh... It's really... It's it's the uh, it's the guy from the end... I know I talk about it a lot, but it's the guy from the end of the episode of the, uh, the Twilight Zone who just wanted to read. And then finally, he has all the time... Everyone else has gone from Earth. He has all the time his books, and he looks down to start reading the first book, and his glasses fall, and they, they break. Dude, Wow. It really is. That is true. That is hey, very get, true. He's licking the outside of my coffee. Stop that. <clears throat> yeah, that would be very annoying. Okay, so you're you're you're, oh, okay. you're on the road. You're big so let me just tell you that this book. Mike didn't sit. To sit. <laughs> I make everything about me. Yeah, it's your story. Yeah, yeah. Get up. You're better. Um, no, so, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't mind Taylor Swift. I don't. I think that people that love Taylor Swift are psychotic. Yeah. I think people that are like psychotic, like that. If somebody loves Taylor Swift, I know exactly what kind of person they are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think she's fine. Yeah, I know what you're saying. With somebody who is obsessed with her, I know I, I there's nothing like you know everything about them immediately. Yes. And so, uh, but I don't mind Taylor Swift. But I think this weekend. I disagree. No, I I I completely agree with what I said. <laughs> but you know exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, you're doing that thing that it's it's good to do uh, as a comedian where you just speak in more extremes. But know? it's there's not very. If somebody's obsessed with Taylor Swift, they're usually not a very nuanced person. Yeah, you know everything about them. This is you where pretty I, I much to stop a story dead in its tracks by yeah. being nitpicky. Like if you know somebody that Taylor Swift fan, what's their date of birth? I mean, you don't know. You don't know. Dude, I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> So, but this is this weekend. I think that I finally understand what Taylor Swift music is made for. Okay. So, without going into too many details, did a show over at the in, in Oregon, a little bit outside of Portland. Uh, let's say two and a half, three hours, and we rode over there. Me, Kelly, and a friend of ours, and uh, his girlfriend. Very nice, non-comedian. Very nice person. And during the trip. Uh, they have a, a flare up, you know, and they, so they end up splitting up. They break no. up. They break up, and that's I don't. It, that's totally their business. In the car? No, 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 no. But, but but did they split up before the car ride or after? Uh, between two car rides. Jesus. So we got there. They broke up there. Were they staying with you? In a different hotel room. Wow. So that's brutal. Then okay. Kelly was spending the next two days in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And this was the plan all along. She was going to hang out with her friend in Seattle, mm-hmm. and I was going back to Portland. Right. So. <clears throat> right, right, right. That next day, that next morning. All right, so, uh, you're, so you're in a car. So then Kelly's going, Kelly, the whole plan all along was for Kelly to go to Seattle with a friend of hers yes. the day after. And so Kelly goes up there. So then I'm riding back. And the plan all along was that I'm riding back with the couple. Jesus. And so then it ends up, it's me and the couple, the former couple, riding back three hours to Portland in a terrific, in a beautiful Tesla SUV. And beautiful Tesla. And so one of the best. Riding back, and then the uh, the lady, uh, the guy, very quiet, leaving all the conversation up to me. Of course, it says doesn't say a word. Jesus Christ. So then, the lady. Starts blasting Taylor Swift. And I don't know if you ever listened to Taylor Swift lyrics, but she's doing the, the, the song, you know that song, Bad Blood? Where it's like, yeah, yeah. And baby, now we got bad blood. Is she just looking and in the back at him? Be- no, he was in the front seat. Is she just staring at him? I was sitting behind her. He was in the front seat. Damn, was he driving? No. Who was she driving? was driving. She was driving. And okay. it got spooky a few times. I was like, I was like, and we're driving. I just don't even want to live anymore. <laughs> Dude, it, seriously, that was the thought I had. Because we're driving Highway 26 in Oregon. I don't know if you've ever been to the coast in Oregon from yes. Portland. Yeah, it's yeah. a two-lane highway. Beautiful. It's fo- It's beautiful. It's foggy. It's spooky. It's raining. I was like, we, we, we may as well, she might just. We might just die. She's she's a nice person, but in my head, I was like, maybe she's just going to call it. Nice people, you know. That I know <clears throat> emotional trauma. I know it. I get it, dude. If if my if my girl broke up with me on a road trip to Portland or vice versa, I'd pull that wheel. 
I pull that wheel. And well, it's a Tesla, out. so if, it would be funny because if you tried to pull it, it'd go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Seek emotional help. Yeah, it would pull over, give you therapy, pull a BetterHelp app. But so then this Taylor Swift music is playing, mm-hmm. and it's like you did this to me i thought you were someone to be trusted you are a bald piece of shit <laughs> it's, 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 dude it's literally like it's, i'm a perfect woman taking no dude, responsibility it is crazy and it's like the, that song right there it's like uh so we're gonna be forever and we're gonna go down in flames and you can tell me when it's over Whoop. And it's like I got a list of ex lovers. They'll tell you I'm insane. And she's she's belting it. She's singing it. Oh baby, belting, dude. What the fuck? I was wait. I, wait. I was sending. I was texting. I was in a group chat. Is with, this is this all? Did you have to drive from Portland to California? Mm-mm. Just to the airport. No, just from the coast back to Oregon. Two and okay. a half hours. Okay. Plus Jesus. a stop at a supercharger. And Kelly's like, Bruce, can you just, I'm going to stay. Go ahead. She, she, stay. Went, she went up to. That's she, not what Kelly sounds like. She went to way. Seattle with her friend. So then it's just me in the car. Bye, Bruce. Literally. Have fun. I te- we, Kelly was sitting out on, in the <laughs> lobby of the hotel whenever we left. And when we drove by, I saw her and I texted her and just said goodbye. <laughs> it's been nice knowing I just you. said goodbye. And I just, that's all I said. Oh, Jesus. And, uh. Dude, so we man, it. Uh, so she's blaring that song and singing at the top. Of I her thought lungs. you were someone to be trusted, <laughs> and then I real. That's literally the moment I realized what Taylor Swift music is for. Mm. And that was I. T- I texted uh, Kelly and Allie in a group chat. I was like, "This is a once in a lifetime moment to have a realization this deep of yes. what a specific musical artist is aiming for with her music." Yeah, dude. Cut to. You know, a period of time from now, God forbid, you ended up in a breakup and I get in your car and you said it was going to be forever. And I'm like, Bruce. Yeah, dude, it's, uh, that's exactly what Taylor Swift music is for. Dude, that's because maybe now we got bad blood. She has as many number ones, if not more, than anybody else. That's fucking. No, she insane. doesn't. Have, she doesn't have the most number ones, dude. Garth Brooks does. Dude, she she's up there though. No, she's, she's way. Up she's there. very tall. And I would. I I've said this before. I would enjoy going to a Taylor Swift concert just to see the spectacle of the whole thing because everyone says it's incredible. The the thing that would bother me is how fucking insane all the people are. Like it's a cult. Yeah, you get pretty extreme with these views about the cult of Taylor you, Swift. I mean, know? have you ever seen any of these videos? Dude, I I get people it. literally screaming at the top of their lungs, laying on the ground crying because she played a song that wasn't planned. Yeah, like people face down sobbing. It's wild. People, thousands of people in the parking lot outside of the stadium who weren't able to get a ticket. Do you think restaurant at a she goes into a restaurant in like Cape Cod? Yeah, a thousand people show up outside of the restaurant. Cops are like hitting people with batons, and she's like, "I just want to get a clam chowder." She's maybe the most famous person since Michael Jackson. She's yeah, probably she more famous than that. She definitely. She's is. more famous than Michael Jackson. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know at the height. Maybe yeah, probably. She's up. I mean, it's very similar. Like I never. I've been told by and a she's lot of people. Fucking kids. Yeah. <laughs> no, she seems very. Pol- she seems very. Uh, she seems nice. I don't. I don't know anybody. I know a few people. I think who know her, but not like really well. Yeah. Welcome back to Talking Taylor. Uh, Maybe this is a Taylor Swift podcast. I no. L- listen. I would. I would like to date her next. I mean, that'd be so sick. Write my name. <laughs> hey, put my name in there. It'd nah. be so funny if I started dating. dating. Do you know? I, do you know? How- I just can't. I can't imagine like. Uh, being in a sexual relationship with Taylor Swift and have to, having to explain to her that it's just me. <laughs> it's not her. I'm like, baby, look, I it's not it's not you. This is great. This is great. This is pretty awesome. But you know, it would be so funny. If, I'm 42. You know, if I get erections you, when I don't need them. If me or you started dating Taylor Swift, <laughs> the amount, the way that people would talk about us online, her yes. fans, yes, the way that her fans would would pick because that's what they do. Yes. They pick apart. They would pick apart every little thing you've ever done. We're like her boyfriend right now, Travis Kelsey. Great guy. Him and his brother do a great podcast. He's a terrific football player. Yeah. But he, uh, one of their fans, it was a big thing. One of the fans, do you know who I'm, what he looks like? I'm looking it up right now. He's a cool dude. I've really? met him. Have you really? Guam gave him COVID. <laughs> I swear to God. I remember that. Yeah, remember? He, yes. Whenever, uh, he's a, a place with Travis Kelsey. Oh, K-E-L-C-E. Nice. 
He's a good-looking guy. Don't wait for me to look. Him and his up. brother do a great podcast. His brother's very funny too. Oh yeah, his brother good. got the short end of the stick. Good looking. As a guy. joke, as a joke, people voted his brother into the top five of sexiest man alive. <laughs> <laughs> you know what his brother? Have you seen his brother? No. His bro- They're both. They're both like actually funny. Um. So there was a video of like him getting in a fight in like a game or like in practice, and uh, people were like, "Taylor Swift is in danger." Because, like, she's in danger. This is an unstable man. He's violent. And it's like, oh, it's so, like, I'm telling dude, you. I would love that. if People, people are out of control. Dude, if I. I these mean, fans are, these, these people that are obsessed with Taylor Swift have a fucking, they have problems. I agree. I've never they're understood filling, fandom. It's, it's like fandom, period. I've it's the same. A it's, a, it's a very, uh, the pipeline from Disney adult to Taylor Swift fandom is very, well, very direct. Well, dude, like even like Elvis, the Beatles, all but that Elf, shit. Yeah, like but, super, but listen. Elvis, they, was, Elvis was a sexual thing. Elvis bit. was a sexual thing, and people saw him up there gyrating his hips, and that made people feel a certain way. Yeah, they There's, got This is something up. else. They got horned up. But I've never, I've see, I've never had, I've never had like an idol that it was like. Not even Jesus? Not, I mean, honestly, that's probably why I couldn't stick around at the church because I would, at the end of the day, I've always been able to approach famous people as human beings, you know, for the most part, until they remind me that they're huge pieces of shit, which most of them have. Uh, but now, see, famous people, in my experience, most famous, famous people that I've met, mm-hmm. and I've met some pretty famous people, have been very polite and very. Very easy to be around. Oh, initially, yes. But it's the people that it's the people around them that I've had the biggest issue with. Yeah, I I don't know. I, the <clears throat> I hate people who big time. I don't like big timers, even if they are big time. Like I just don't love it. But big timers are always me, uh, like medium, but if, medium famous. Has there ever the been somebody that like you, Tiffany Haddish is a big timer? Yes, uh, and she's like not that famous in the in the grand scheme of things. Right. Um, have you had anybody that you were starstruck by? Bryce Harper, the baseball player. Really? Yeah. What'd you do? Were you just like, hey, hey Bryce? I was like, well, I was like flirting with him almost. I, <laughs> I, I swear to God. I like almost, could, I was almost like, oh, whoa. It, it, it made me feel a certain way. You were, were you questioning your affiliations? Uh, he broke, it was whenever I worked at All About the Bread, and you're not allowed to add extra meat to the five meat Italian sandwich. And he asked to add turkey with it to it, and I was like, yeah, shut up. Shut up. And so I had to go in the back, and in Spanish, had to go tell all the, because as soon as the ticket came in, someone comes up to me, starts bitching me out in Spanish, and I'm like, yeah, no, yeah. no. I was like, that's it's good, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, mas, mas turkey, mas turkey. But that's what, I, I'm way more starstruck by athletes than, yeah, yeah, yeah. than by celebrities, because of how many celebrities that I've like. Have been like even like seeing Kim Kardashian, like seeing Kim Kardashian in person. The only thing I thought is she is very short. Mm. Yeah, she is pretty short. Or even uh, I met met Puff Daddy. He's short. He's not that short. Oh, uh, he's shorter than I am. Should see him laying down. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he uh, he was cool. Like very quick interaction. Well, like, but athletes- I wasn't. I I didn't get the the starstruck feeling. Yeah. Well, I get it because athletes are like. Athletes have been tested. They had to compete for the where they're at also, yeah. which holds higher regard for me within fame in general because, like I was telling you the other day, like there's a, literally a guy who has you know almost 2 million followers because his neck is wide online. Yeah. And there's fame like that. And there's people that are like... So you'd be starstruck by wide neck? <laughs> no, I would the opposite. I, because I see people getting fame for the most mundane... Most bullshit. Kim Kardashian is admirable in her business efforts, but the reason she's famous kind of takes it out for me a little bit, which is, I mean, in a nutshell, that she's incredibly attractive. Um, And uh, I mean, she has a certain amount of value, of course. She's well, she's uh, incredibly attractive, and her mother is an incredibly conniving business person. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know much about Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner is the fucking mastermind of all of it. Is she of all of her f- entire family? She's a genius. Even uh, even uh, dad. Yeah, she cut his cock off. <laughs> wow, what a move! So you're gonna cut your cock off? <laughs> and it's gonna go down in my. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, that's amazing. But yeah, yeah that type, trying, of, yeah, that type of uh, that type of stardom doesn't really do it for me. It's also a thing of like too, because like I've met comics that I absolutely adored. And uh, uh, been blown away by their level of talent on stage, 
but I'm still able to engage in, I don't feel that type of anxiety. I'm almost in my mind, I'm strategizing what they're used to, what would make them feel comfortable, what would yeah. make them feel uncomfortable so that I can say, Hey, I usually, if I can say like, if I saw you and you were, uh, you know, uh, you know, like you're, you're going to be in three months, this is, I'm predicting this three months. a huge star, you know, because you're, your uh, LSD uh, mushrooms clip just goes to ten. The billion. stratosphere. The stratosphere. Ten million across all platforms, folks. Yeah, Up dude. On the train. Big time. It's good shit. Um, but that I would tell you, I'd be like, hey, I love that fisherman joke. That uh, I really liked how you did that, and you, you, know you eased into this. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah. See, and this, and then I'd get be like, Bruce Gray's bad. He's a, a mean sparkling guy. water. I was no, trying to I be know. Nice. I didn't get what you're saying, and I think I'm trying to think maybe that I am uh, overselling my own whatever because i think that the difference between like starstruck and having a certain level of anxiety whenever you're talking to a famous 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 like a famous yeah, person yeah. in my mind that's a little bit different because i think that's a hard it's less starstruck and it's more um just like what you're saying of trying to meet them in the middle somewhere yes and so that you're so that they're comfortable but that they also don't think you're weird i try to approach everybody as a human being you know, more than anything, because I think people I don't think it feels good. And if it does for some people to be treated like a God or whatever, I think there's something fundamentally wrong with that person's psyche. Uh, but I don't think most people, for the most part, want to be approached like, oh, my God, you're so great. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you're amazing. Like, but I think it's also can you what, touch me? what you're saying of like whenever it's especially whenever it's a comedian and they have a certain level of like ta comedic talent, you're still because there's even people that aren't famous that I think are like. Great, great comedians. Oh, absolutely. That I feel that same thing that you're talking Dude, about. I, I, watch, I mean, I watched Zach Chapelloni's set last night, right before yours at the comedy store, and was like, God, this guy's fucking hilarious. Like, he's, he's the way his mind works. And, you know, Zach doesn't have huge notoriety, but I feel like if I saw him and then Mark Marin go up, I would probably, you know, like, I wouldn't feel that much different as far as like a fan. Yeah, between the two, like the person's fame level holds very little weight to yeah. me, and I guess it's because like I, uh, in my mind, I criticize people who are famous. Like in my mind, I'm like, I, I don't, you know, I'll see somebody, I'm like, yeah, they're fine. I don't understand why everybody seems to be in love. Kind of like the Taylor Swift thing, even though she does write amazing songs, and at some point you have to go. Well, if everybody is saying that they're great, if these millions of people are saying they're great, I might be wrong. In my assessment, which has happened to me. 50 million Elvis fans can't be wrong. Dude, that's, I mean, that's the truth. Like, that is the truth. Um, and, uh, you know, that's, we got into that discussion with Todd a little bit, where I think he completely misunderstood what I was saying, where I was like, yeah, I don't like some people, but you have to at some point be like, you have to use, see the reason that there's mass appeal and use that in your own yeah. career, as opposed to being like, you know, he, well, Hitler was popular. Yeah. So is that. But also, so like, even like almost to contradict myself and what I was saying earlier, like I met um, Charlie Crockett. Yeah. At uh, I met uh, Charlie Brown. Did you? <laughs> yeah. In your, in your, yeah. You're like, yeah, you don't scamper. Like, where's your smelly friend? Yeah, uh, I pulled a football out of his way. But I met Charlie Crockett, and I know enough from being around certain types of people that he's my favorite musician. Yes. And I knew enough to just be like, oh hey, like how's it going? You guys ripped it out there like that was really fun. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was literally it was me, Cooper Lydon, Vokey, Don Barris, and him. Yeah. <laughs> and which is a very fun, very interesting bunch to be around. But I was I knew enough in the moment to be like I probably should have in hindsight asked for a picture because he would have been like, Yeah, no problem. But we were like backstage at Jimmy Kimmel and so I didn't want to be like weird or whatever. That's we were right awesome. outside and we were hanging in like this lounge near their dressing room. But we were just like Met really quick, and we were, I was just like, oh, you guys ripped it out there, man. It was great. And then uh, it was like, oh, cool, thanks. Like, appreciate it. But I it. think that's perfect. No, like, but I knew. Because feel awkward. But I knew that if I pushed it any farther, and I was like, yeah, man, yeah, I saw you at uh, I saw you at Crystal Palace in Bakersfield, and when you did that cover of, of Yesterday's Wine by, by Merle Haggard and George Jones, that was awesome. That could have been good. <laughs> it's like he would, because then he's just like, "Oh yeah, cool, oh, cool." Man. Followed you to Tulare. Yeah, and I, yeah, you got a, you got a, a, a clamato in, at the AMPM, yeah. and man, what a great choice, man! I just want to tell you, you got great taste, man. That uh, that uh, that field recordings album you did, where you recorded it at a, at a like a barn in uh, in Humboldt County, and that that stolen jewel song. <laughs> 
You're like that was awesome. You're the best. You're the you're the greatest man. You're you're a god. You're you're my. I mean, you're my god. I mean, I worship you. You know. I mean, I'd kill for you. Yeah, I'll kill myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Turn to the stand. Yeah, yeah. But I I knew. I think maybe that's also something you learn from being around certain types of people. That I knew that the best thing I could do is just make it easy and quick and not dive into how big of a fan I am. I'll tell you this. I I was thinking about this while you were saying that because I would majorly fanboy out for some people that most people probably don't even know. Boy George. Yeah, Boy George. No, I would like if I saw Dave Weckl on the street, who's this uh just phenom jazz drummer and has been for 40, 50 years. He's he's amazing. I would I would be very awkward in front of a guy who's yeah. already incredibly awkward. He yeah. is he's a drummer. I could see, yeah, I could see that. Or like if I saw Witten Marcellus who's this brilliant trumpet player or like there's some guys that I because when I was in junior high and high school, those guys I worshipped those guys. Like yeah. as far as like fanning out and just because it was also like the same thing with like the sports stuff where you watch an athlete and you're like, I could never do that. But maybe you're playing baseball. Yeah. But you know, so I'm playing drums and I'm just like, how the fuck does he yeah. do that? But like, it's the same thing where like. Versus like big comics or like big entertainers. Yes, you're kind of like oh we're like even though it's we're on different levels or whatever we're kind of in the same thing. Mm-hmm. But it's like Bryce Harper is somebody that like on the biggest stage delivers and is like an absolute dog in the yeah. like yeah. is super swagged out with it and like in front of you know sixty thousand screaming people is yeah. like hitting a home run to send his team to the world. Like he's he's the man. He's it's my amazing. Fa- definitely beyond my favorite baseball player. Yeah, that <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, even with comics, because I'm like, <laughs> try to follow me, dude. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, dude, I'll talk about my kids, you know, and the audience. Some women just take their tops off and throw them and at you're me. You're dead, and I'm dead. But yeah, I mean, I completely get that. Because like on that same level, where it's like, even like Fahim, who's like somebody who I I know him. I've opened for him. I've like yes hung with him quite a bit. And even yeah. now, like, I he's so such an incredibly good comic that I can yeah. You're like fighting that urge to be like. Yeah, totally. Dude, uh, I've done that with Eddie a couple of times, Eddie Pepitone, who because I, I I spend so much time with the guy, but I still like he's he still blows me away. Then there have been a couple of times where he still I'll, blows me, <laughs> where I'll just be like, "Man, you're so great!" <laughs> like, and it's like, "Nah, stop it!" I'm like, "Nah, you really are. You're great, man. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate you." But being even so like whenever great. I had a, uh, when I, or had hung with Chevy Chase just for like a little bit, yeah, I knew where I was like, "Oh man, this is like one of the best comedic actors of all time. Like this is insane." But I knew, based on his attitude and the way that he communicates, I knew that it would almost make him feel more comfortable if I kind of did that back to him. Yeah, yeah. And was like, "No, fuck you." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, his uh, his son-in-law, uh, yeah. I, I uh, works at. Uh, the uh, the studio that I record out with Eddie. Oh yeah, <clears throat> and uh, so we've had a couple of good conversations, and and I mean the guy has been so inundated with fame for so long yeah. that I think that's the best way to approach it. Yeah. It's just like he's just another guy. Enjoy being around him and whatever, because he he was telling me that he's he's haunted by every time he goes anywhere he just hears people going Chevy Chase that Chevy Chase. And I'm like, oh yeah, I guess now that would be yeah, that's haunting. Yeah, that's brutal. Like a- after a while, like you just you can't go anywhere. And then there's also a lot of negative press about the guy, so people think they are like, oh, I know, it's not a piece of shit or whatever. You know, like I I couldn't imagine. So in a situation like that, yeah, you're just like, hey, you want a beer? You know, yeah, just be a regular dude. Yeah, no, I mean he's a pretty regular guy. I, I told you, he whenever <clears> I got <throat> passed, he him and his wife were dropping off. Uh, we're dropping them off at the comedy store, uh, son-in-law, daughter, and uh, they were like, "I was." It was as I was like walking up, and then daughter, son-in-law were like, "Oh, congratulations!" And then Chevy like was like Bruce, and I was like, "Uh," and he's he's like I couldn't hear him, and I was like, "Oh, sorry, what?" And he goes, "I said congratulations," and he goes, "You stupid cocksucker!" <laughs> and then the car took off. <laughs> It was very funny. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, it's, it's 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 one of those things where it's like that's exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because uh, yeah, uh, it's that's wild. It's so uh, it's it is an interesting thing about being in LA because especially like friends from Fresno who are just like, dude, you're in the mix. Like you're in the mix. You're seeing like I saw you in the back there talking to this person or that person. 
and I'm, you know, you know me, I'm, uh, I'm always a ray of sunshine when it comes to like where I feel that I'm at in the, in the grand scheme of things career wise. And, uh, they're just like, yeah, but you're in the same room. Like you, you said hi to Mark Marin, And I'm, I'm just like that. It's not doing anything for me, pal. Like you're right. It is very cool. It's it's neat. Well, it's something that wears off. Where at a certain point, that did something to you. Yes, 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 yes. Give you yes. a stiffy, big old stiffy, an unwanted one. Stiffy, dude. Dude, let me tell you something about these unwanted boners uh, that I, uh, you know, you probably couldn't hear. Hey, folks, our first sponsor today of the podcast is Unwanted Boners. Um, unwanted Boners, new album out now. <laughs> uh, what what is this thing about unwanted? No, you were boners? talking about uh, you know Pooh Bear in it. You know. Mm. If, because when I, because I'll wake up and it'll be there, you know, it'll, it'll be, or I'll, you know, it'll just pop, it'll happen. You're like, ow, 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 ow. If, <laughs> if I'm, if I am alone, just pulling it out, it takes, it'll, it, it's nice. It'll it alleviates take, the, it alleviates the, the it, and it usually will go away after I get scared of, it's like a, 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 a groundhog or something. It sees its shadow and it goes yeah. back in its hole. But yeah, I was literally yesterday, I was sitting in my living room and I'm just, you know, I'm getting ready to come over here and hang out, and I get, you know, I love doing this podcast so much. So you get all riled up. I get all riled up. I get all horned up and excited. No, but I had to just sit on the couch and just pull it out of my zipper and just wait for a little while, you know, until it went away so I could leave the house. Your kids are in front of you watching TV. <laughs> kids, don't turn around. Don't look at me. Don't look I'm at me. I'm disgusting. <laughs> well, that's, dude, that was a dynamic I used to talk about as a, uh, like <clears throat> when you have little kids and they don't know anything. Oh yeah, I'd and, be dong out all the time. Well, no, I don't dong out, but I, you know, I'm definitely wake up in the morning to go pee, and you know, you walk, you're walking out, and you got a fucking you know bone or whatever. You don't realize a kid's awake, and then you got a three year old looking at your dong. You know, it's just like three's fine. Yeah, well. I mean, I I still have memories of, of showering with my dad. At a, yeah, I bet you do. Oh yeah, dude, better not talk too days. much about it. You're gonna get all fucking hurt. No, <laughs> get all get all encorded yeah, again. Get all hurt, dude. No, but I think it's a good it's a good I thing hurt to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a good thing to you know uh, you know when you're when you're little. There's so much innocence there, you know. So it's like, hey, we're gonna. I'm sh- taking a shower, yeah. you know, with dad. And you have this faint memory of your dad's huge hog, and that stays with you. Yeah. And it instills a level of you respect. Should, you should, uh, for old times' sake, shower up with your son. Just now one, that he's one, 15? One more for the road. <laughs> <laughs> Stop talking shit. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. do you think, son? What do you think? One, one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, nobody. I can't even get my wife to shower with me anymore. Anymore? Why not? Yeah, uh, it's showers too small, and we're, yeah. we've gotten more practical in our old age. Because back in the day, hopping in the shower with each other was was a real treat. I think sanctified it's very, by I God. I think it's very practical. It's what do you mean? It's sanctified by God. The God loves uh, loves it. When Saving I, water? No. Well, <laughs> just me boning my wife in a shower. He's a big fan of just the shower. He likes it. He likes it in a shower. He likes it. Well, you're saying to, boning. Yeah, just the boning in general. Oh, I'm having a lot of platonic showers with my old lady, dude. Yeah? Yeah, it's just practical. It's easy. We're in a rush. It is pretty nice. You wash my corn, I wash yours. Do you uh do you scrub the back? Does she scrub your back? Scrub my front, pal. <laughs> no, dude. She lifts she lift up all the rolls. Dude. And, and no, she scrub. lifts up all my balls. Oh. <laughs> dude, I got a uh, I got a new suction cup. Dildo <laughs> in the shower. Now I got a suction cup hook so I can put my big uh, horsehair brush in the shower. On. Is that true? Uh, oh yeah, I got a, hor- a new horsehair brush, or I, it's probably not horsehair, but it is coarse. And when I get out of the shower, my skin's just red because I'm just like in there, like disciplining myself for all my sins <laughs> as I scrub, you know, every inch of my body with litter with, with basically a steel wool. Uh, but I got to get the sins off, you know. I got to get them out and scrub all the the grossness out. Yeah, I know. I get that. How can you? <laughs> how can you live with yourself? Do you use a face mask ever? What do you mean? Like a mask, like a, where they put it on and they peel it off? Uh, pretty rarely. Those I'd are, say a couple times a year. They're pretty great. Do that. I do the nose strip quite often. The one where you rip it out? Yeah, we're not supposed to rip it. You're supposed to pull it slowly. Oh, 
Oh, the nose strip, like for blackheads yeah. on your nose. Oh, I see. I was thinking of like nose hair. No, dude, I'm not stuff. fucking ripping my nose hair out. I want to go to one of those barbers where they. Where we were talking they, about that last night where they do the wax. I mean, do the, I, you see, I see the wax in the ear is fine, but I'm talking about the because the guy. I, I'm not talking about those specifically because that looks painful. I'm talking about the guys where they. The guy's literally like slapping his chest and then he gets like, he scrubs his whole face and then he's like, and he like flicks the ear really fast. Have you seen that? Yeah, but I, yeah, but I think you, you're doing the thing where they got the, the, the popsicle stick. I don't want that. You, you need that. Bro, can I tell you something? I shave my nose hairs quite frequently. I, I only do whenever I realize I need to. You're going it, to, it increases with age. Uh, you, the nose hair is a problem. What the fuck do you know? But I hate it because I'll, I'll uh, you know, I'll get the thing, you know, I'll, I'll trim it all out, and then it gets itchy, and then I'll do like this, and then the the stubble will scratch the inside of my nose. Yeah. And then now I got a bloody nose because of my stubble and stuff. Ew. Yeah, dude. I'm telling you, it's no I've been good. getting. I think I got a. I got a. I got an earwax problem, and I think it's. <laughs> I think this is a thing I thought about. Mark the time other for day. a clip on this one. I think it's because of f- flying often. Hmm. It. Because whenever you get off the plane, I I did so bad yesterday. I had to stop on my way to the Uber at the airport in the bathroom and go into my toiletries bag and use a Q-tip in my ear. Yeah. I wanted to do it on the plane. Dude, but I... But I thought people would get mad at me. Yeah, you don't want to do that on a plane. I would have. <clears throat> Public ear cleaning is frowned upon in the United States. Whatever, dude. Fuck everybody. Yeah, it's... It, everybody can suck my dick. There is no better feeling. The, did I ever tell you the first time I ever used a Q-tip? No. This is a true story. Uh... I was with uh, the small group Bible study that I was a part of. It was a co-ed, and we were staying at a cabin. And uh, before everything got started, the girls that uh, – it was me and these two girls that were leading the Bible study. And they one of them brought, like, groceries home, and they had Q-tips. And the girls like – and I'm probably, I don't know, 20, 21 maybe. Oh, this is – I know where this is going. And uh, you do? <laughs> I just know it's, that it's going to come out black. Yeah, I mean, it was bad. It was very bad. And one of the girls threw up in the sink. Was that how bad it was? Yeah. Oh, my God. I, dude, I have never been more embarrassed. That is the most embarrassing moment of my life. It's literally like, I've never used a Q-tip. Give me one of those things. It did it in front of everybody? And I'm, I'm in there, and I pulled it out. I looked at it. I was like, oh. And then Lindsay looks at it. Oh, and she throws up in the sink. Vomits. Throws up in the sink. What's dude. up with ladies throwing up in the sink? My lady just threw up in the sink the other day at the hotel. It was just there. It was there. What? Ladies, what did you do? I didn't do anything. What'd you do? I fucking cleaned it up is what I did because I'm a good guy. She just, she's just not feeling well? She's drinking? Yeah, she just, she's got all kinds of shit going on. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was very embarrassing for me. I usually, when I do gross things, I'm doing it on purpose. Uh, to get a rise out of people. At least that's how I used to I be. I go Q-tip every day, every single time I get out of the shower. I'm, I do now. I'm hitting the Q. Yeah, I have to. I hate these people that are like don't, that tell me to not use a Q-tip. You could fucking suck my dick. Well, that's a little aggressive for a doctor. No, I do want to <laughs> I do want to see the uh you ever seen those videos where it's like a guy in like Vietnam on the side of the road who will clean your ears and shit? No. That's what I want. I haven't seen that at all. Yeah. There's like, there's like a little, there's Vietnamese guys that'll like, you, you sit in a chair on the side of the road and they do like a professional ear cleaning for like two cents. This is real? 100%. You have to go to Vietnam? Yeah, it's in, it's in all kinds of places, but. I definitely do that. I always wanted one of those uh, cameras. You know, yeah, the, the, the I don't even know. I don't need to see what's in there. I just need to get well, it out. Well, that's how you get it out. You know, you got to see what's, my ear canals are weird. I've had doctors pull other doctors into the room. Go check this out. Because my ear canal goes, Stick your dick in there. it goes in, up, and then down, and then there's the eardrum, which is why, uh, like, because I've also had doctors say, ah, oh, they look very clean. You know, your, your ear canals look real clean. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, they told me not to use a Q-tip, but I use it. And he's like, it seems to be working. Do you ever, have you ever had the ear flush? Yes. That's crazy. That's good stuff. Sounds, feels good. Matter of fact, I had a friend, <clears throat> well, last time I went camping. Was now like, I know you're lying. <laughs> I had a friend, Troy. Shout out to Troy. Uh, back in Fresno, we, we go on an annual camping trip every year. And uh, with me and my buddy JP and Daryl and Scott and then uh, and Troy. You're, you're doxing everybody. Oh, dude, I, I got to shout out my boys, you know, my Fresno boys, uh, who have most have since moved since then. But uh, we would go, and this guy, uh, Troy, who's one of my other friends who went on the camping trip, mentioned this ear cleaning 
machine that was like one of those clearing out things where it just goes just like pumps. And he was he talked he brought it up twice uh, during the trip, and then at like a few days later, he sent all of us a link on Amazon to be like, you guys really. You really got to try this out. So I think it's life-changing, but I haven't done it yet. You know what I want is that machine. You ever see the commercial for that machine where it's like, because I do the neti pot too, Mm. that machine that you see where it fucking shoots water in one side and sucks it out the other. That shit looks nice. I don't. The only thing I don't like about that is the there's a reservoir that collects everything. That seems disgusting. Because if you just do a regular, it just goes down the No, you're supposed to smoke that. You're supposed to smoke it? fucked up. For real, dude? There's not even that much of a reservoir. By the way. Speaking of getting fucked up, did you see a weed California? My weed California shirt, yeah, dude, dude. I want to go to fucking crack California. <laughs> um, Heroin in Sonata. No, dude. And people will talk shit about the neti pot, too. People talk shit about the neti pot because there was this one fucking dildo. You, you boil the water. That's the whole thing. You boil the water, you let it sit. There was some fucking dildo that was doing it with sink water. You got some kind of fucking brain-eating parasite. Yeah, because Everyone's he, like, ooh, brain-eating parasite. Like, that's even the worst thing in the world. Yeah, so I took all the water from uh, my toilet, and then I put it up my nose. Yeah, like, it's like, yeah. Uh, you're a fucking idiot, is what you are. Oh, Neti Pot's great. Neti Pot is great. All right, let me ask you some questions here, Bruce. <clears throat> okay. If you could fuck anybody in the world... Who would it be? See, I'm trying to generate clips. If I could fuck anyone in the world, who would it be? I don't even like the question. No. I hate it as a fact. As a if I could fact, fuck anyone in the probably Donald Trump. Ooh. It'd, Why? It'd be funny. Oh, my God. Here it comes. It'd be funny, and it's like... there's This is a thing, too. Where if you were to say, like, a woman... There's plenty of famous hot babes... But there's a million other super hot babes, even maybe hotter babes, yeah. that are completely unknown. See, I, that's who I'd like to get down with. Somebody who's uh, uh, nurturing, you know, somebody who's very comfortable, you know, somebody who... Would, she, like, manages a Red Robin. Yeah, she would give me shit about the weird ring that I have on my belt area. Um, yeah, I would think Donald Trump's the person I'd go with. By the way, do you have a weird ring? Do you, Does where your belt goes around... <laughs> What are you talking about? See, I brought this up one time on stage, and man, it got a good laugh. We're talking about where you like to when you take your pants off. Yeah, when I'm naked, it still looks like I'm kind of wearing a belt. Always. Yeah, like it's nah, just dark around there. Yeah, that's bad. That's because you're wearing fucking bullshit. Well, dude, and I'm, that's why I got the horsehair scrub brush is because I got to scrub. You know, I scrub. I'm always scrubbing because I'm like, what the hell is this? What's going on here? No, I think but it's just dark from all the rubbing. I think you're oversharing. Yeah, I don't know. God damn Who it. would you fuck? I don't know. Somebody who's interested. <laughs> First person who says yes. First person. <laughs> Anybody that's like, I yes. think I think Donald Trump is the best answer because I would I would love I would I just am so I want to know what it looks like. Like, what does Donald Trump wear to bed? What does he use in the shower? He's such a weird guy. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, he's a I, very what is weird. he like? He, what is he doing moment to moment? He probably pulls off his whole like face, like and like sets it on a stand. Yeah, pulls hair, off his head, like with the hair and. Well, everything. What kind of shampoo does he use? He's probably a Pantene Pro V kind of guy. I, he's got nice hair. I mean, if it's hair, he uh, does not have nice hair. I think he's got pretty flowing. His hair is hanging on nice. for dear life. It is hanging on, but this hair that's there is not bad. It looks very. It looks very nice. I, I'd love to watch Donald Trump shower. <laughs> I now we're on board. You know? Now we're cooking. Dude, in a very to, non-sexual way. Dude, I used to do I have to used to do showering training for this autistic guy. He was like 23. He was like six foot five. And Get uh, big dick. Yeah. He yeah, it was very, you tell him like nice piece there, pal. Yeah, and he would <clears throat> he would ask me for pieces of dehydrated mango. Um, as a reward for showering correctly and washing. I'm not making fun of the guy, but it is funny. Uh, he would request that. Yeah, yeah, because he would say, Kevin Wam- Kevin Wam- Mango, Kevin Wam- Mango. His and, name was Kevin, too. No, no, my name. But, that's, but he knew he was getting my attention. And uh, But yeah, he. Uh, but w- with Donald Trump, you could be like, all right, left arm, 20 seconds, come on. No, go. I wouldn't even right want to say arm. anything. I would want to sit there. With a sketch pad or like a notebook? Yeah, notebook, my phone, probably just text people about it while I'm doing it. Yeah, I can't believe he's washing. He's He never washed his ass. I'm just so curious about his moment-to-moment existence. Or really anybody in that kind of position at all. <clears throat> I'll let you watch me shower. 
No, but even like Obama or like I don't really care about Joe Biden. He's what about me? You don't want to watch me shower? Bruce? No, I can guess enough with you. It's pretty quick. But it's like with someone like that, it's like what does it look like? Like what are the products that they? What does he have? He, What's his? I would like to stay the night at Trump's place. <clears throat> I feel like Trump, I'd share. Would you share a bed with him as the sweepstakes? Like you guys get to you kick it for twenty four straight hours. You guys like split a bed. Yeah, probably. in a very platonic way. You put a pillow wall in between. I wouldn't do that. It'd be insulting. You know, I wouldn't want to insult the man. But you just, you guys, imagine you get to have a slumber party with Donald Trump. Put all rule. politics aside and you just get to have a slumber party <clears throat> with Donald Trump. Just I would sign man. up for that. Be like, can we play? You want to play Grand Theft Auto? Yeah, imagine he loves Grand Theft Dude, Auto. It's the greatest game. Greatest game. Here's what you do. Here's what you do. This it can work in your real life too. You go have sex with the prostitute, and then you you beat her up, take the money back. Now you got the money and you take the money back. You get, you get to have sex. <laughs> yeah. Not the greatest sex, but it's free. You get the money. You don't really see the car rocks back and forth, but you know what's going on. <laughs> um, Dude, I would play. I, w- I guarantee if you if you had a slumber party with Trump, if you really wanted to like impress him or whatever, you would do that thing on, uh, Shit, on I'm sorry. Red Dead Redemption. Can where you time mark this? <laughs> sorry, I don't know what we're talking about. I got a call from the industry. I got a call from... Uh, Bill Cosby. Yeah, Bill Cosby. Bruce, want you to open for me. Bruce, when you submit to the Johnny Carson show, would you uh, open for Bill Cosby? I mean, this is a good question. Oh wait, we were talking about how we'd want to uh, have a sleepover with Donald Trump. Well, yeah, and you asked me if who I and I said anybody uh, who was willing. Yeah, but no, the last right, thing we were right. talking about was the sleepover with Trump, which would be fucking so sick. It'd be <clears throat> yeah. so fun. No, well, you'd get him on Red Dead. You, you play Red Dead, and then you go to the women's rights activists where you can, you know, lasso her and feed her to a crocodile. That's good stuff. I love this game. If you, imagine just chilling with Trump. You don't have to do it. You don't have to feed her to the crocodile. Being able to Trump. show him Red Dead and Grand Theft Auto and, like, yeah. how I play and I'll be the show. You're wasting <laughs> so much time playing this game. You're hitting a lot of home runs. You're really good at this. <laughs> if, if, that's That would be part of the sweepstakes is uh, there would have to be a, a mutual agreement that we get to do a lot of stuff that he wants to do, but yeah. then that I also get a lot of stuff that I want to do. You're just eating saltwater taffy with, yeah. with Donald There's, Trump playing Red Dead. Yeah, that would be so. Yeah, that would be sick. It'd be so. We're eating uh, just tiny Butterfinger candies. It would be an interesting podcast. It would just be called humanizing, uh, humanizing tyrants or like yeah. whatever. I don't want to call them whatever. And uh, you know, you get like. Kim Jong Un, you know, him and watching you play Red Dead. Through yeah, 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 exactly. Because he, you know, if <laughs> if you could, man, the idea of having a sleepover with Donald Trump is so sick. Now that I think about it, it would be It'd cool be to so have fun. a sleepover with with a bunch of world leaders, controversial world leaders. Putin have a pajama party with Putin. Yeah, it's pajama it's pajama party. Pajama like that party. Girl Bobby, with- that girl Bobby Altov who does the podcast where she's like. Yeah, so like, okay, you know that blonde girl, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. Yeah, you. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. You, but you, uh, she's very boring. But that's the whole thing. But she does interviews with like Drake, and it's just very boring. It's kind of the whole bit. But it's like that, but with uh, Putin and Trump and everybody. Yeah. No, I'd like to get a PJ party with those with the. See, big but Biden, dogs. Biden would be boring because he's so old. He would just fall asleep. He's yeah. so good. Like it would just be like hanging out at your grand, like your old like grandma's. You got it. You got any more of those Werther's originals? Boy, it's serious stuff here. We'd go down there, and we would, uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, Biden, I, I mean, <clears throat> like, it's it is. He's so. Uh, he, just, I don't know. He just. He's so boring. He's not he, there. He he will absolutely not win. No, especially with this new Israel shit. That's, yeah, I mean, I'm there's out. There's no way. I'm yeah. way out. A lot of people are. I mean, but I think this is I'm just a, I'm be... out already because he's too old. I, I, he, there's, it's too it's old. It's irresponsible, but it's the... I mean, I don't want to get too deep into this, but it's classic DNC shit. Classic DNC shit. They're going to fucking go against the wishes of all their voters and then be like, you guys fucked us again. Yeah. Yeah. And is they're at kid's school or something? I don't know. I'm probably not. I doubt it. Uh that's probably fine. I get calls from my kids' school every day, and it's just voice-recorded messages. Yeah. Hello, parents and teachers. And there is school tomorrow. Dude, a lot of them is. No, the ones that fucking piss me off more than anything. I will get alerts saying, hello, Verdugo, you know, whatever. Like the You shouldn't say what I know, whatever. Uh, hello, you know, teacher, family and students. 
we are in a lockdown because of a threat outside of the school. We'll keep you informed. And then I never get a second call. And so then I'll call my boy and I'll be like, hey, what's going on? Or he's like, ah, there's a guy with a gun outside. I'm just like, are you okay? And they're like, yeah, I think he just had a gun. I don't think he was going to do anything with it, but he had a gun. Dude, the amount of times my kids had told me that there was just a gun around. Like, there is always a gun around. Dude, dude, yesterday. Fucking uh, wild. Flew back from Portland yesterday. Then last night, a crazy person ran into the airport with a gun, shot a, got a couple shots off. Really? I swear to God. When you were there? No. I, I flew back yesterday around on my flight, left around noon. This and was, when, this when was, was last this? night. Last night. Person came in there with a gun. A lady. Wow. It's a progressive city. Breaking down the patriarchy. Everybody's alive. Really shooting through yeah. that glass, glass ceiling. Yeah. That's what I would have done. She would have started shooting. I would have. I would have screamed like, "Girls aren't allowed to do mass shooting." Yeah, get in the kitchen. That's yeah. what I would imagine. Eat, huh? You're the guy that's make it, me a pot you, roast. You get, you get shot at a mass shooting because it's a girl, and you're like, "Yeah, well, <clears throat> well, girls aren't allowed to do mass shooting." Dumb bitch only shot me in the leg anyway. So you get a call. You get, yeah. <laughs> Come on, yeah, I'm you bleeding, bleeding out through your artery. You're like. Oh yeah. By nice, the way, nice. When nice. I go back through and edit this podcast, there's been a, a number of times where I'll say something that's a joke, but you won't laugh. And then I'm just like I guess well, I'm I just, just a miss piece, it. I'm a piece of shit. I'm thinking about how to fucking keep the conversation going. <clears throat> well, you, you don't you need you to worry pierce about your it. dog's ear. Absolutely. I do yep. it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> just put one hoop earring. You know what you do? One little tiny ring. You have to use your your uh, your teeth, use your canine teeth. Uh and you just bite down. Been tagging them like a pig. I or used a to, septum piercing would be cool. I would always bite my dog's ear when they were being ornery, like when I was a kid or whatever. Like that was, I don't know, that was like a thing I would do if we were wrestling and they would start growling. I <coughs> grab them and bite their ear or whatever. All right. So here's 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 a role playing scenario. Yes. Right now you get a call mm-hmm. from somebody, mm-hmm. and they say, "Kevin, this is blank blank from blank blank entertainment." They're like, oh, blank, blank. I heard a lot about you. Big fan. And they say, uh, we have a comedian who's going out on tour and is looking for an opener. Mm-hmm. And it, it maybe some people would call him a controversial comedian. Yeah. And you go, okay, who is it? And they go, well, we don't want to say yet because the tour isn't finalized. <laughs> but then you're like, well, just tell me. Come on. Yeah. And they're like, well. Bruce it's, Gray. It's Bill Cosby. Yeah, yeah. And they say it's gonna be it's it's gonna be this it's gonna be it's gonna be twenty shows. It's four thousand dollars a show. God, in a theater. I see. Here's but a- but it's gonna be very well documented on social media. Yeah, of course. Who it is, and it, and there probably is gonna be a good amount of pushback on this. Yeah. What do you say? In the moment, first the first thing you say. You go, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh you, you well, I would go shpoopa bop wow. Yeah. honestly, so I I've I've You'd have sh- to you'd have to you'd have to hit him immediately with a let me think let me think about that. Absolutely. I, I let me talk this over. Because these type of scenarios, you know, there's a funny way to put it and there's a real like my real answer. I don't know what my real answer. Like I really have thought about like something like that. Like let's and let's make it a million dollars a show because that's really what we're talking about here. Like uh, you could potentially making money doing what you love, opening for a man who's raped over eight what 90, 80 women. Numbers are up there. They're way up there. I mean single season record. I would have to Here's what I would do. I would immediately begin recording the conversation. And then I would be like, no, he's a bad guy, and uh, I am not interested. And then I would turn to camera, and I'd be like, please, book me. Somebody give me something. I Look what I'm turning down here. I just turned out a million dollars because I'm a great guy. Yeah. I would have to. I think the only way you could do it, that that story would have to be public, that you turned it down. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, like I'm really trying to think about this. Because if you turn down that amount of money to do what you enjoy in front of that many people because they're asking you to do it for like, uh, you know, it might as well be Charlie Manson at that point. Like it doesn't matter. Uh, everything he's done is completely negated, uh, by, you know, what is out there, <clears throat> but you would have yeah, all of Charlie Manson's music is totally negated. It's too bad. Pick up your game, girl. <laughs> is that that's one of, a, <laughs> I love that you know one of yeah. his songs. I know a lot of his, I know a lot about Charlie Manson. I do too. I know. The I, issue, he wasn't a bad musician. His issue is that he was in jail all the time growing up. So his music was about a decade behind. 
Oh, really? That's my theory. That makes sense. I mean, yeah, and all the murdering. I mean, even stuff. before the murder. He was he murdered because... Well, he murdered because he was MK. No, well, be, before part of, that... Part he, of the murdering was... The things leading up to the murdering was that he was mad about his music career not taking off. That's why he went to the Tate, Sharon Tate's house, because Terry Melcher used to live there. Terry Melcher was the guy who produced the Beach Boys. See, now you're on the, the talking points of the Helter Skelter book, which has been debunked by the book Chaos, which was I, written I, many years I, I later. I told you about Chaos. Did you Did you listen to it? Yeah. Did you read it? You did? But that's not debunked. It is It is debunked that he went there looking for the Terry Melcher thing. And that's he, debunked because Terry no. Melcher, yes, because Terry Melcher visited him after that happened and was not killed. And and that is documented. Like the, the, That's in the Chaos book. He talks about that. But in, in uh, Helter Skelter, the first book that was written about Manson. Helter Skelter is bullshit. It is bullshit. It basically follows the exact lines of what the police reports. Yeah, but so he initially goes to that house. He went to the Tate house because he thought that that was where Terry Melcher was. And then he realized that it was just like famous people. Yeah. He didn't really know why, who they were, because he's a psycho. He just was like, oh, they're beautiful Hollywood people. Yes. And so then he sent him back over there and was like, that just goes spook some shit around. But yeah, this conversation has gotten so convoluted. We've gone down yeah. too oh, many Oh, we're back holes. on the Bill Cosby thing. But the Bill Cosby thing. No, so yeah, please. And I would encourage anybody, regardless of your interest level or whatever, that book, Chaos, is oh, great. amazing. Because I enjoy it because the, the author is so personally convicted by telling truth that has facts behind it like a lot of the book is him going i heard about this i keep hearing about this i can't prove it so i can't say it yeah and then he goes into what he can't say but <clears throat> well so <clears throat> bill cosby so what would you do you know i'd have to say no you have to say no you have to say no and it's based on the correct thing is to say no because He's a bad guy. And I've had a few things where it's not as lucrative as that, but I've had a few chances to, like, things like that that I've been like, ah, I don't want to be around that person. They're a bad person. I, yeah, yeah. I, I think they're a bad guy. Now, let's, let's read So, this. But then you have to say that. And then you also, it's probably 75-25 where it's 75% that, and then 25% it's just not worth the headache. It's not. It's not because that's going to follow you for your entire life. Yeah. <clears throat> but there's a lot of things like that that are not worth it. If you could Hannibal Burris it into a thing where you turn it down and you publicize it, which is so gross. But at the same time, it's like you'd have to figure out some way to make this known yeah. that you turned it down. Because as gross as that is to like basically, uh, what do you call that when you're just saying you're showing everybody how, what a great guy you are? Um, um, virtue signaling, virtue signaling, aggrandize. But you'd have to do something. You know, there'd have to be some sort of positive payoff other than just being able to sleep at night. Um, okay, same question, except for this time, instead of his people calling you, Chris D'Elia hits you up. No, immediately and goes, "Hey, look, everything. I look. I'm a big fan of you, Bruce." I'd say you no. Know? I would have. I would have a much easier time. Saying no to Crystalia because I think he's a piece of shit. Uh, Beyond the the accusations, no, I would no, I would just have it would be immediately. It would be an immediate no where the Cosby thing would be like Jesus Christ, be like whoa, be like ah, I'm sorry, I can't do that. Yeah, where the Crystalia thing, if 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 I picked up my phone right now and it was like, hey man, it's Crystalia, I'd go, oh man, you're a fucking dirtbag, and yeah. I would hang up immediately. Damn, that's good. Yeah, that's good. See, I do all the shows with Dalia. Because I could finally do my big uh, water spitting bits that I've been working on that I've got no place to use. Yeah. You know, I've got a lot of big uh, whale impressions, um, fountains. I do an yeah. impression of a fountain that's pretty good. And uh, his audience loves that. His stuff. crowd, it would be perfect for your comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of young girls. Crystal Lee could suck my dick. Yeah. Bill Cosby no. could also suck my dick. Well, one of our favorite, uh, one of our listeners loves Crystal and Is that true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say he loves him, but it's definitely been. We've had a conversation about it where it's like I'm like, hey, you know, and he's like, oh, you know, it's a, it's, it's a hard thing. It's a hard pill to swallow for people that really like him. Because, I don't think it's that hard of a pill to swallow. Well, I mean, it's not for me because I never liked him. Uh, but there are definitely people out there that are still. Yeah, like, well, it's like if you can't swallow that pill, you you've got other other issues. 
maybe. Man, I got two missed calls now. This is now. Damn, this is some kind of call podcast. I don't know what's going on here. Um, all, right, all right, we can wrap this up. Yeah, let's move. Let's let's close this out with something fluffy and light. You know, something nice. What's and What's fluffy? What's light? Uh, Kick me, soupy dog. Hey, everybody, leave you know, leave a comment. You know, uh, say something about Soupy the dog. Any guest? So I we haven't had any guests on. This is now episode number two without a guest. Uh, what's going on? Are we going to get some more guests? I I blame you. I have a bunch of guests lined up, and Bruce says no. No, I think it's literally just been bad scheduling. I've been out of town. I literally got yeah. I've been out of town. Yeah, we'll we get more guests on here, folks. We've got we've definitely have a lot of connections with some people that you would want to see. Bill Cosby, Crystalia. Bill Cosby, Crystalia. We're gonna put this. We're gonna put it to the test. Yeah. Will Bruce still be a good guy when the money is right there? Uh, on the next episode of Funny for Nothing. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, I think it'll be a good. Jesus Christ, Bruce. <laughs> he picks up his. <laughs> picks up my phone and it's a video of a stripper mashing their face into somebody mashing their ass into somebody's face yeah 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 um, uh, but yeah leave uh send us an email to uh funny for nothing pod at gmail.com let us know what guests you want to see what type of people you want to see on here i think we could literally have uh anybody it doesn't have to be from the comedy world or or anything but mr I, beast dude if we could get mr beast on here that'd be huge suck his dick yeah he would be so upset with us though he'd be upset i don't even want to talk to mr beast i just want him to give him me a bunch of money that's how fucked up the world is, is that part of me, whenever I'm like really not feeling good monetarily, uh, I have this idea that if I, I'm, I'm going to get approached by somebody at a, at a store or like somewhere, they're going to give me $10,000. Yeah. You know, now, that's always in the back of my mind. Yeah. My, that's not even a big deal because I'm going to bump into somebody who's going to give me $10,000. Yeah. I want to find somebody that's just going to be like, holy shit, we finally found you. I've listened to all, you know, uh, 2,300 hours of podcasts you've done. And I got to say, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. We've got a contract here for you to sign. Uh, we'd love See, to. See, I don't want a contract. I want to be given $10,000 cash inside of a Walmart. 10000 is nice, but it's not life changing, you know? For the moment. And mo- in the 2.3 million or nothing at all. That's what, I, that's what I'll tell Mr. B. Shit, dude. I go, look, give me the big Keep money. Keep your 10000 yeah. fucking weirdo. Yeah, put it in a Roth IRA. Like, is there a Mrs. Beast? <laughs> <laughs> all right. I love you guys. Goodbye. Well, hold what, on. What? We're done. Write a review, all that fun stuff. Thank you so much. Again, send us emails. Let us know uh, uh, who you'd like to see on the podcast. And uh, leave us a five-star review if you haven't already. Uh, thanks for listening. We appreciate you guys. We hope you enjoy this uh, this type of just a uh, random conversation that we have about who we fuck. You know, what would you do if Bill Cosby or Crystalia called? You know, this is the type of stuff we think that you guys want. And we may be way off, but uh, I know you're all sitting there you know, just waiting to jack off for an, a nip slip by Bruce or something. It's always and possible, folks. It's possible. Go over to YouTube and subscribe, all that good stuff, and we'll see you guys next week. Goodbye.